Greetings, members of the Planetary Union. I am Communications Officer Asimov, and I have been tasked with introducing this podcast to you. The recording you are about to hear is brought to you by Captain Greggy Hochstetler and First Mates Miranda Fisher, Tim Treese, and alien expert Dr. Kevin O'Brien. Follow at Official Orville on Twitter to see all information dispatches from the crew, and go to officialorville.space to leave a comment on an episode or find links to subscribe to the show or rate and review us on iTunes. The mission is to explore the space. This is the official The Orville Podcast. Goddamn, goddamn, maybe it's those thighs that kill me from time to time. I'm the only one that sends shivers up your spine. Oh, I know how you like it, and I know that you like to ride it. Listen to the Orville Podcast. Don't listen oh, to Hollywood no. Handbook. Hello, all you aliens in the Planetary Union, and welcome to the official The Orville podcast with me, Captain Greggy. I'm the number one captain in the Planetary Union. (laughs) I just decided that. (laughs) Uh, I am the number one captain now, because uh, this is the official The Orville podcast, and whatever we say here is official, and uh, lots of official stuff coming very soon from us, but... uh, First, before we get to all that kind of stuff, we have to say hello to the first mates, starting with security officer and first mate, Miranda. Miranda, welcome to the show. Hi. Hello. And we also have science officer and first mate, Tim. Tim, welcome to the show. Hey. Oh, no. And we also have biologist and alien expert, Dr. Kevin O'Brien here. Kevin, welcome to the show. Hey. Oh, <laughs> oh no. We can barely Stop hear that. My tummy hurts. <laughs> oh, no. Do you guys all have the uh, the, the demon possession um, virus? Yes. Is that what's no. happening here? No. Yeah. That's private. That's a that's a HIPAA violation that you would ask me that. Captain. Yeah. Captain, yeah, I'm I need to tell you the truth. Captain, we we went in and ate your special cake. No, not my special cake. Captain that was cake. a special just for me because it was my birthday very recently. I don't oh, talk yeah. about Happy my birthday, birthday that Captain, much. Yeah. It was my birthday. My birthday was on Thanksgiving this year. Isn't that interesting? Oh. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Thank you. Um, but I was saving my special cake for tonight to eat after the podcast so I could really I could really celebrate my birthday. You had that style, cake since, since Thursday? Podcast. That cake's been there since Thursday? You've been yes, saving it? Yes. <laughs> You've been saving it? <laughs> I, think, I think we did you a favor because I think we're all feeling a little sick from eating that old cake. The cake was three days old. Oh, jeez. <laughs> oh. But also, it is, a, it is a HIPAA violation. And <laughs> I was going to say, Miranda, I've been wondering what you do as security. And I guess you're securing uh, our health 
and I appreciate that. The fact that you are wondering what I do as security shows how good at my job I am. That you don't, yeah. e- you're not even aware of all these threats around us. <laughs> I mean, that's true. I never really consider the danger when I'm recording the podcast, but it's just. And I, I guess that's how safe I feel. I start wondering, like, yeah, what are you even doing? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I remember that week that Miranda went to Fleet Week and we didn't have her around and, like, everything went down. Yeah, yeah. it was so bad. It was crazy. We don't talk about that, though. <laughs> <laughs> we just not allowed to get into that. Yeah. Fleet Week. That's crazy. How was Fleet Week, Marina? <laughs> uh, you can't ask me that. That's a HIPAA violation. <laughs> yeah, we got to get away from the Fleet Week stuff. We're not allowed to talk about it. That's what. That's the one thing about Fleet Week that we're not. I mean, that's what we've established so yeah. far. We can't talk. The about first, it. the first rule of Fleet Week is you can't you can't ask anybody right. questions about their Fleet Week experience. Yeah, yeah I think exactly. Fleet Week is cringe. To be honest. Okay. <laughs> you you can think what you want to think. Just, you think that doesn't like, make it true. Well, I don't know. It's just like, what? It's, oh, it's Fleet Week all of a sudden? <laughs> it's like, uh, okay. It's crazy. I, you think that because you've never been to Fleet Week. Well, I've never been invited to Fleet Week. That's why it's yeah, that's... clearly a cringe event. <laughs> <clears throat> it's mid- it's, it's mid. and it's anything but mid. I'll tell you that much. It's anything right. but mid. <clears throat> okay. As long as it's not mid. <laughs> no. No, no. I kind of am unsure what Fleet Week even is, and I I'm not allowed to ask about it, so that's a right. problem here. But it, I don't think it has that much to do with the Orville, probably. So why don't we talk about um, why we haven't done an episode? We haven't because it took us a long time to um, think about all the things that happened in the first episode. That's why we didn't do an episode. We had to get emotionally ready. This was a very disturbing episode. I didn't feel prepared to talk about it until now. The first one or this one? This one. This you one. Watch, you watched. We watched well, them all them. right when they come out. But Exactly. That's exactly <laughs> we... it. Yeah. And it's really overwhelming. Well, the last one yeah. we thought we thought Isaac was dead for part of the episode. We did. And then he was, um, yeah. Then he was back alive because okay. uh, the 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 racist lady like saved him or whatever. Oh, and now she's just on the bridge. <clears throat> and she's racist I, against robots. Yeah, I think we kind of yeah. were on her side. I wouldn't classify her. her as a racist if I'm on right. her side, you know? Yeah, he did kill, like, his people killed, like, a lot of her friends and stuff, so. But, yeah. I mean, the, you know, that isn't, that isn't an excuse. I guess it is, like, he is, like, directly responsible in a lot of ways. Yeah. Okay, yeah. we can't get into that again. See, this is why it's been so many months since we lasted an episode, because we get stuck <laughs> talking about it. And then we, we just want to talk about episode one. But instead, we've got to make, you know, we got to cut it right there. And from now on, we're just going to talk about episode two, Shadow Realms. Oh, even the name. Even the name I know. is scary. This may be the scariest The Orville episode ever. This is absolutely the scariest The Orville episode ever. For one sure, have yeah. a scary clown. So if that is something that you know especially gets you, 
<laughs> what? <laughs> Which one had the scary clown? The one with the fear, like the, the... with the fire. Oh yeah, okay. Yes. Fear response, duh. Yes. <laughs> of course. <laughs> I was testing you. You got it. <laughs> with Alara. Mm-hmm. R.I.P. R.I.P. You miss Alara, don't we? She died off world. <laughs> I think I think Nurse Park. I think Nurse Park was in that one, and he was back today. Yeah, he was back today. Yeah, he was back in a big way, in a really big way. I think he's dead again now. <laughs> I think so. I think this was an interesting episode. It was definitely scary, though. It was. I think yeah. everyone died in this episode, didn't they? Like everyone but the named cast members died. Yeah, it leaves it leaves a lot unsaid. Uh, You're gonna have to update that song, Kevin. What song do I thought they? Uh, you're um, proud to be in the union. Uh, won't forget Nurse Park who died in virtual reality. Yeah, because yeah, now it might be from uh, alien biology or something in the deep space. I think alien biology is, was pretty good. I think you kind of, <laughs> kind of just walked right past that one. But oh yeah, no, I mean it was like an extra in deep space. In alien biology, that's really good. <laughs> I'm actually not even 100% sure he's dead. Like, did, did a lot of people die? I don't remember. Like, uh, okay, they did. Tim is, or, Tim is nodding. So I think Okay, so everyone who got turned is oh, dead. Yeah, okay. And that was, they showed definitely at least like 10 turned people, wow. bodies, whatever. <laughs> this is also what we are, we're calling them the turned these are these are the turned. This is like our I, kind of a terminology we use. I, this it's is maybe the, the part. The past, <laughs> past month or whatever year, how I don't know how long this episode came out. Uh, we've been talking about the turned for a while now. <laughs> this is the part where I admit when I watched this episode like a year ago, I didn't pay very. I was cooking dinner at the time, so if there was an actual term they used to refer to the turned, then I just didn't hear it. <laughs> right. I've been leaving like these Joker looking type notes around that uh, say like who has been turned. I leave them. <laughs> you've, I, you've been I, leaving <laughs> them around like your house? Where where are you putting these? Like under my toilet seat. So. <laughs> you getting any getting any good responses to the notes? Normally just like poop <laughs> or like pee. Interesting. Okay. Put uh, the yeah, note I mean, like way under the toilet seat. I mean like it's like in the bowl basically. It's way back there. So So I'll stick my hand in and pull pull the note out, and see if anybody has like uh kind of responded. Did you laminate it? <laughs> no, it's like it's just like different color. They're like neon post-it notes, so you, I, I can like I know what I'm touching. It's a is post-it note. The color stays. But yeah, so that's really cool, Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> kind of. A... <laughs> 
if I had any it's, note it is pretty on it, I mean, <laughs> I would say when you're telling people about it, if you say, you know, it's under the toilet seat, that's, that's a little misleading. <laughs> it's like, yeah. You know, yeah. It's, <laughs> it's like, kind of, I'm kind of using, you know, getting away with a big technicality there. <laughs> I say Otherwise, that sometimes. <laughs> I say that sometimes when I'm, I don't want to get too far into this, but like when I'm cooking or something, if if something, say I'm like, ah, I don't even want to get into it. What happened? Okay. <laughs> just like hey, I can say that. I say like, the, oh, oh, it just yeah, it just touched under the toilet seat. I can say, oh, just just the chicken. <laughs> Like the chicken just touched under the toilet seat. Just it didn't, you know, go that far. That's if I bring the chicken into the the, the, if the chicken. Kevin, game. I'm afraid to ask. When you made me chicken mole, yeah, I would I would not ask. <laughs> Oh no! Well, and that time when you made me chicken in yellow water, in salty <laughs> yellow water. I mean, there's a lot of like dishes with turmeric that look the same. So, <laughs> wait a second. And didn't you make me a, a a special chicken birthday cake? Yeah, I did. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> yeah. Well, that's that's why we all got I sick. I, you didn't tell me yeah. there was chicken in it, and I'm a vegetarian. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was awful. <laughs> Poor Miranda, you you ate chicken. Uh, yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah, that's the worst part about it. <laughs> For sure. Anyway. Uh, yeah. So everybody's talking about the turned, um, which there are apparently a lot of. I thought there were two because, like, I, I thought there I, were three. I, I thought there were okay. exactly three of them. But all right, because when I start watching the episode, I'm always paying very close attention, and then when you get a little bit farther in, sometimes maybe uh, you know, your mind wanders a little bit, and and you miss some stuff. And then you notice I, yeah. that it's an hour and six minutes long, or, oh, or an hour and so nine. Long. How long was it exactly? It was way too long. It I mean, well, so no, I mean, it was. It was. Uh, it was, it was great. way I too love... long for the people with uh, short attention spans. Yeah, but the personally, love, I love I love guys. feeling feeling like I'm watching. I'm getting to watch an Orville movie every single right. week. Oh, yeah, that's, that's so crazy weird. that it's like what it's like. And how come they're not showing this in theaters? <laughs> is, it be, is it because Marvel? Is it because, let me guess, because they want to show the latest Marvel? <laughs> yep. Yeah. There's just no room. This shit's killing movie. It's killing me. Yeah, no, it's killing movie. They made theaters. Black Panther a woman. Mm-hmm. I'm so pissed about that. That's so fucking... Twi- fucking... Can Panthers be... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a different animal. That's crazy. Yeah. Although I do think normally I think of cats as girls and dogs as boys. Sorry, but that's just how oh, I'm programmed. Okay. All right. Like, well, that makes me are... think of it a different way. Maybe I, yeah. maybe I like, you know, I don't know. 
Yeah. Um, you know, for, right yeah. off the bat, when I was watching this episode, though, uh, at the very beginning, I did have uh, a little bit of misgivings about this episode. I thought it might be a bad one because uh, Kelly was right on screen right at the very beginning. Uh-huh. And I was like, oh, God, Kelly is in this episode. Yeah, that was you, I remember you telling me, yeah, this is scary. This is a scary episode. <laughs> The beginning is is really good because they do like a, they just straight up hit you with like a, in Delta Nine there's twelve Zigors that need to bound with a east eastward to Delta Twelve, and there's four quadrants, and they're like, but isn't that a remnant of the Beluga chop? And they're like, oh, well, because. Delta 2 and Alpha B are reversed now. And they're like, oh, shit. All right. And then this at the real, end... Did this really happen? <laughs> <laughs> this happens at a table. Okay. And they're like, oh, Ambassador Bleeb is coming. Right? Oh. You guys remember this? Oh, and Ambassador Bleeb, that's the old guy, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay, yes. So the Admiral, Ambassador right? Bleeb, uh, Admiral Bleeb. Admiral, oh, yeah, sorry. you missed Yeah, yeah. Sorry. Anyway, so Admiral Bleeb comes. He's very horny for Doc Quinn. And you're like, why is this old old man so horny for Doc Quinn? Um, I well, guess they're there's... probably maybe about the same age. I don't know. I don't think I wasn't so. surprised by that. I feel like every I'm, I'm more surprised <laughs> when someone isn't horned up for Doc Quinn. <laughs> right, right. Well, that is a good point. Yeah, she is. Yeah, she is kind of like the the sex pot of this uh, of this show. That is true. That anyway. is true. Um, <laughs> Yafit, Isaac. Yes, Yafit, Isaac, uh, Admiral this Bleeb. Oh, I, I, I know it's funny to call him Admiral Bleeb, but I do just want to say his name is actually Admiral Christie, which made me think: Are all the admirals named after famous people named Chris, like Chris Tucker and Chris Christie? Wow! But, um, wow! I looked it up and I think the answer is no, but it was a good, it was a good theory, right? Who, who yeah. is, who, is there another admiral? No, that's not uh, I looked at a Halsey. list and they had a whole, yeah, Halsey. Is there a, is there a Chris, Chris Halsey? Halsey? Chris Halsey, yeah. There's gotta, be. There's gotta be a famous Chris Halsey. <laughs> we just don't know. Maybe Halsey's first name is Chris. Yeah, could be. Could be. Yeah. No way of knowing. Um, where was I? I'm sorry. I, I, I said um like I was going to say something, and there was something I was going to say, but then I forgot it while I was saying um. Chris Christie. Now, that's a guy who you don't want to be named after, right? Yeah, because then you're just going to have the same name twice. Chris Christie. Yeah. yeah. It's overdoing it for sure. People Chris. like to do that though. If you have a if you have a first name last name, I don't know. I I think it's mm. Yeah, I know. I know some of the, I know a couple of those. People, a couple yeah, of first name last name. Too many. Like too many. Like once in a while, like you maybe <clears throat> one person like that. Uh but yeah. but I think uh I always thought it was weird if you get if, if you derive Tim Tim. That would be cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, if only. <laughs> Tim Timmy. Yeah. <laughs> no, so when you derive your nickname from your last name, you don't call them that. I always thought it was weird that people call him Sully Sullenberger. 
because you're like using the name oh, twice. Yeah. It's the same name. Mm. It's Sully or. But if you just say Captain Sully, Sully, if you just say Sully, it's like, well, which Sully? Which which one are you talking about? That's a good point. I don't know which Sullenberger I'm talking about. Yeah. Yeah, you could be talking about. Um. Uh. Anybody. <laughs> Literally, there's six billion, <laughs> seven, eight billion people on Earth now. <laughs> That's right. You gotta guess what? Three percent are probably named Sully. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that seems about right. It's like one in, one in thirty-three. One in thirty-three people I meet pretty much named Sully. Walk into any like eighth grade classroom, there's one kid named Sully. Yeah, and especially after the. Uh, he saved all those people then that that was yeah. like i think it was only like two percent before that now it's three yeah, all the kids born in what was that 2009 all the kids born in the hudson river <laughs> miracle that's a miracle we shouldn't joke about it, it. is actually a miracle yeah. <laughs> and i feel like to me i felt like two angels uh replaced the engines and uh, helped him land in the water. They were like... Yeah, I agree. I don't think that Sully actually did anything. I think it was just the angels. <laughs> That's what I think. He's lying? When the media said he was lying, or when they investigated him, <laughs> it was because a lot of people... <laughs> this is a lot like the staircase lady with the owl. Like, mm -hmm. there's owl truthers out there. Mm -hmm. I'm a Sully wing, Sully angel wings truther. I think two angels, one on each wing, <laughs> carried that plane into the water. <coughs> and Sully is lying about it. I think there's probably two angels I... on every on every airplane, always preventing oh, birds my... from getting in the engines. That's and then so those cool. two angels like so fell asleep. Cool. So but then cool. they woke up and went, "We have to save this plane." Yeah. Like, oh fuck! So Boss is gonna tan our hides, man. <laughs> we got we gotta say, uh, I don't know. We gotta make Sully a hero. I guess that's what they're saying. Oh, do you think Dude, he paid like, them to let the birds? <laughs> yeah, he's like, look the other way. <laughs> look the other way. That's pretty messed up that he did that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And he's so out I think, there. I think some people got hurt, actually. Like, everybody survived, but some people got at least injured. Or maybe I'm thinking of flight with Denzel Washington. You might be thinking of flight. Those are... <laughs> That's a a bad pair of movies to like mix together. Like that's not good. Yeah, For like Sully's why did thing. Sully put the plane upside down? Why? Yes, I almost said something about him landing the plane after uh, you know turning it upside down. But that one uh, in flight, he was drinking, right? Was yeah, he did was flight drinking. come out like after Sully? And stuff, I think. Did flight come I think out? In my mind, they came out like at the same time or very close to each other. But like, did the event happen before the movie Flight? Hmm. 
Oh, do you like? Uh, is it like a like a semi-fictionalized version? Yeah, but then because Wait, you think the, maybe that's where Sully got the idea? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> yeah, he yeah, was yeah, watching a movie. He's like, "Hey, I should talk to the angels." <laughs> if he did, no. So I should so tell I the angels to ignore the birds. <laughs> So uh, not to interrupt talks. your famous Sully impression, but <laughs> no, the Sully incident was in January 2009, and Flight came out uh, 2012, October of 2012. Yeah. So maybe I he think. just like had an advanced copy of the script or something, right? Right. Maybe that's actually were... how there's a lot of that stuff works, especially with the weather. The weather nowadays, mm. the stuff they're doing with um, uh like a uh, geostorm stuff like that and then like you'll see like <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> you know then there'll be like a geostorm outside your crib the next day <laughs> it's mm-hmm. like i just watched geostorm now i got a geostorm here which yeah so do you think pretty crazy. I, so i just i just watched tar do you think i'm gonna get tar tarred i guess do you think what happened to tar is gonna happen to me I didn't watch Tar. I actually made a tweet from the official Orville account and said, if you can stay awake for more than 10 minutes watching Tar, you're a, basically a superhero to me. Yeah, that's cool. I did I did that. Was it good? I fell asleep. I don't know. It was really funny. It was funny? Yeah. I don't know what it is. I heard it was but, scary. Well, nobody else in the theater was laughing except me and Eli. And we were like, are we wrong? No, it's funny. It's a funny movie. Okay. Uh-oh. Everybody's looking at you like, she thinks it's funny? <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> no, I, I don't know. I'm no, I don't know. It started and I was like, okay, it's just too... There's no spaceship, you know? Needs something. <laughs> right. You know? Where's yeah. Black Panther? <laughs> yeah. Do you see? I saw or it in the. Where are the Fablemans, you know? Drop them in here. <laughs> I saw it in the theater, so I think it was harder to fall asleep. And the, the seats didn't recline in the theater that I went to, so. Oh, yeah. That's that's kind of sucks. But that's. Uh, when I go to the theater, I'm locked in. Yeah. I'm not yeah. falling asleep. I'm I'm seeing a uh, um, uh, glass onion tomorrow. Oh, Good nice! Luck. Good luck, so I'm some <laughs> wicked, wicked mystery. It's gonna have your head <laughs> head spinning. I saw it saw it yesterday. Do you want me to tell you what happens so yeah. you're not too scared? Yeah, <laughs> yeah please. please. <laughs> I just want to know who the murderer is so I can close my eyes every time. Okay, you want me, you want to know? <laughs> Don't tell him. Don't tell him. We we yeah. take a pretty extreme take on uh, spoilers on this podcast. Remember, you know. Yeah, we gotta wait six months after the movie comes out after the episode airs. With a movie, you might even want to give longer with a movie. Yeah, at least through award season. <laughs> right. Yeah, that makes sense. Yes, for for yes. Glass onion, sure to sweep the awards. <laughs> It'll probably win like ensemble or something. Who's in it? I, I don't think they have an award for ensemble. Best cast. 
They don't do that? I don't think that's... Well, it, I guess it depends which awards you're talking about. <laughs> Is that like the MTV Awards? awards? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they might. They might do that. Yeah. Did you know that Robert Downey Jr. was nominated like eight times for, for like Action Star at the Kids' Choice Awards for Iron Man? Wow. How, how many times did he win? A couple. Okay. Nice. I didn't know that, but it's a good... Uh... Good factoid to keep stored away in my brain. <laughs> I'm glad he got the recognition he deserved for it. That's true. <clears throat> um, yeah, a lot of people, it. like, it's really hard to recognize him <laughs> in his costume. It's good that it's <laughs> Choice Award. Yeah. Good face to name recognition there. Like, yeah. oh, you? Yeah. That's you. In a lot of ways, it was just like uh, a public <laughs> service thing, like a. Letting the kids know that this this guy is not real. Like Iron Man isn't real. It's, it's Robert Downey Jr. So that's why they kept bringing that back all the time. So he was sorry. He was nominated twice. He was nominated for a bunch of different categories, but twice oh, for favorite man. male butt kicker. And he did win favorite male butt kicker one year. Okay. Um, male butt, butt kicker in tw- in twenty fourteen. He won favorite male butt kicker. It's pretty messed I'm, up I'm just, that they don't care about females' butts getting kicked. I think they probably do. Um, there might have been a they probably question. split. They probably split it up. But I, I kind of agree that it should just be the best butt kicker. You know, like don't even, you know, mm. just who's the best. You know, who do you vote for? Uh, who, are, who are you going to say is the best butt kicker? What year was he nominated? He was nominated in 2013 and 14 and won 2014 for Mel Okay, so I would probably pick um, <clears throat> Furiosa as wow. the best butt kicker. Okay. You know? What's that? I don't know. Was that what year was Mad Max come out? <laughs> yeah, that was a that was a, a woman. That's actually pretty progressive of you, Kevin. Good That's job. kind of what I was thinking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> kind of thinking that you would think that, so that's why I said that. <laughs> so. Yeah, kudos on that pick. Uh... <laughs> Snag that one before anybody could get it. <laughs> Getting back to the Orville briefly. Um... What's up with this show? Yeah, I mean so, it's like uh, they were they were keeping. Like uh, Quinn's past relationship with this guy, kind of a secret, it seemed like, because I was like, they they never like uh, they obviously knew each other before when when they were having this little uh, meeting in the office, and this was when I was paying attention, so I think this is true, but they never say like we were married before or we were like dating before even. It it she just like says that he was her professor, and I thought it was just like. He was just like a weird old creep uh, for, for that <laughs> whole scene. Um, but then it turned out that they had been married before, and that's why he was uh, being so forward with her while she was like just like giving him every hint that she was not interested in anything he had to say to her. Okay, so here's here's what I was thinking about. This is a relationship between a professor and a student that they specifically said that they had to hide because many people would consider it uh. a, a pr- inappropriate and, you know, maybe an abuse of power. 
So let's just say hypothetically that the person who was in charge of this show also had a history of being in <laughs> relationships that would be mm-hmm. deemed by some as inappropriate with their subordinates. Is that person calling himself the Admiral Christie? Like, is this an allegory? Because I don't understand what it, what it's for, if that's the case. Like, I don't think it's... Uh... What are you saying? Like allegorical? Yeah. Sometimes a cigar is just a cigar type situation. I think it's more of a no- an attempt to like normalization. It's just like that's like established as an okay thing. That's not even up for discussion. Okay. It's just like a normalization of that idea, but like in like a very in a background way, so that you're not even like discussing it. You're just like that's okay. And the real issue is here yeah. is that they haven't talked in a long time, right? Yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. It really, really feels like a second, like a reworked version of this script because they kind of play it up like he did something really bad to her. But then nothing... They don't ever... It seems like Seth was just like, it can't be that. And they're like, well, what's it going to be? And he's like, I don't know, just make it... It's never explained just that she was mad at him. They just like moved up the part where he gets turned into a monster, like one act uh, ahead. Mm-hmm. So the yeah. him that we'll never know. <laughs> I wonder if the first draft had him be was like more Me Too focused or something, and then they decided to like scrap that part and just put more monster stuff in. Well, that sounds like it could have been interesting. <laughs> that sounds... Right, right. <laughs> do we do we think that uh, perhaps? When he is transformed, when he gets multiple eyes, is because perhaps as a metaphor for him having eyes for other women. Mm. Oh, wow. Okay, yes, you you see with the levels. Mm. That's levels. <laughs> no, it it doesn't. It feel like they were like reading this script, and Seth was just like, well, "What's this whole thing about how it's unfair that?" <laughs> They dated. That doesn't make any sense. No one's going to follow that. And then everyone was too afraid to respond to that. And they were like, oh, yeah, whoop, that was a mistake. That that doesn't make any sense. Yeah, you're probably right. You're probably right. Now I want to I want to see who wrote this uh, episode. Yeah, look it up. Do it. I'll swear to God, I'll look it up. Uh, so after after meeting uh admiral christie uh at the at the sick bay we we go to like a a cocktail party between uh the planetary union and the krill uh i thought it was strange to put captain orville in charge of that like didn't he do like a lot of spy shit with the krill do they know about that maybe they don't know about it hmm that's a good question like it seems like he would maybe but maybe he has good I guess he has good like connections with some of the krill or or more so than other people in the planetary I, union. It didn't seem like they were happy to see him or vice versa. Yeah. He yeah, was just he, such a good um like um who what's that job where you just go to like the golf course and you like play golf with a guy and then you like deals done. Golfer. Golfer. <laughs> no, 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 no. Like, the guys like, are doing deal on the golf course. Yeah. Like businessman. <laughs> Golf pro. Right. Just the general businessman. 
That's what he's good at. Sealing deals. Like a Jim Halpert type. Yes. Yes. Okay. So the writers of this episode was Seth MacFarlane, Brandon Braga, and Andre Bormanis. And Brandon Braga was like an old Star Trek guy, and Andre Bormanis is... Uh, he, he was the science consultant for Star Trek. I yes. feel like my my new idea is that the other two guys wrote it, and then Seth did what Tim was talking about. Seth Seth was like, mm, take out this part, and then he gave himself a writing credit for saying that. His writing yeah. credit comes from saying, take out the social commentary, please. I agree. It, it, is, it, it is interesting that they're friends with the Krill. They're working with the Krill now. That was a shocker. Right. I didn't know that. That was weird. It, it that was really weird. And if they if they're just together because of this treaty with the uh, Kalons, why are they doing like this exploration mission in this like starless expanse? Like, it seems like you would just have a, a an agreement not to kill each other, but maybe not to to do this extra stuff. I found I don't know if we're there yet. Maybe we're about to get there. But the whole like negotiating okay. scene, where where um, the professor is talking to the krill, they're all talking to the krill, and the krill are like, "Well, here are the conditions." Can we talk about that scene? Yeah, let's do it. I just found it so weird because the krill kept being like, "Well, you can only do this, and we have to do this to your ship," and every single thing, the Admiral Christie was like, "Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, anything you want, we'll do it." It felt like I I thought that there was going to be a plot point later on that it was like, oh, he was working with the Krill to undermine the Orville or something. Because he just gave in to all of their demands immediately. I I agree with that because uh, with that, like suspicious, uh, the suspicion of this guy, because when he (laughs) when he first walks into the room talking to um, what's her name, Claire? Uh-huh. He looks so evil. He looks like such yeah. an evil, <laughs> yeah. creepy guy. Yeah. I'm like, oh, this is a bad guy. This guy's going to be a bad guy, you know? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I guess he technically was a bad guy in the end, but... <laughs> right. I have you- a... I have, sorry. I, going back to Tim's thing about the, the... Or all of our theory now that the guys uh, wrote it and Seth corrected it. This was just such a funny line. There's where, like They're talking about what they should do with uh is it admiral tucker or halsey one of them and uh this is uh he's like seth what should we do so this is what he says visions of horror always have mortal origins did you hear that oh yes yeah visions i was like or always have mortal origins. they're like what should what should you say here just that what a good line i thought man he he definitely maybe that was somebody else said that and he was like no that's mine <laughs> and then they, and then he said this as well. Exploration always carries risk. I was like, man, you're yeah. I feel like he was just like, okay. And then I say these two cool things, you know. <laughs> sound like the smartest guy in the room for sure. <laughs> and he does. Yeah, there was a there was a moment that I almost uh, made a clip of, uh, but the the file format I downloaded was the wrong one for it. But anyway. Uh, when when uh D- dr quinn is meeting with uh admiral uh christie uh he's like well I- i'm an admiral now and she's he, uh 
he says, oh, you must be so surprised that I became an admiral. And she's like, oh, I'm not shocked at all. You've always had the heart of an explorer. And then she says, uh, one sec. I made a GIF of it, so I got to see the next part of the GIF. One sec. It was only a matter of time before you left the university for the universe. And, oh, yeah. Um, nice. Yeah, so they're really going off in the writer's room this season. <laughs> I feel like they were like, for this. Groove. They're getting Shakespearean. For this episode, they, they were like, this is going to be a throw pillow episode. I want every line to be able to be put on a throw pillow. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> and it does. Yeah. Here, I'll, I'll let me find a random line. I got one. I got one. Okay. May the force be with you. Oh, oh yes. That was good. Wow, that was so cool. Um, uh, was it Bordis? Uh, I think says something in this episode at one point. All hands, this is oh, the yeah. captain Bordis speaking. We're about to enter unexplored territory. It's just poetry. Sorry, go ahead, yeah. Kevin. No, I think Bordas says something in this episode at one point. He does? I that, yeah, I thought that was cool. Uh, I, made, I made a tweet the other day about how we're... We, I don't know if you guys know this, but we're guest writing and directing an yes. episode. Um, and so I said, what are some golden rules we should... Some of your favorite golden rules of the Orville that we should like, you know, take notice of? And somebody said, like, make the one of the only black actors sit in for hours in makeup to only say one line an episode. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that is definitely one of the one of the rules of the show. <laughs> who give, who said that? I don't know. I think it was just like a Orville fan. I think it was a real <laughs> Orville fan. I think they might might like our show if they ever listen to it. <laughs> uh so yeah, they 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 uh they have this big um negotiation with the krill on how they're going to explore this expanse that the krill tell them is full of demons and it's even written in their holy book uh they 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 restrain themselves this time from um you know talking about how funny it is that their god is called Avis like the rental car <laughs> company luckily uh but they did kind of belittle their beliefs uh, to their own peril, as it turns out, because they they really they hear that there are demons in this expanse and they got to go see the demons. I feel like by season 10, Seth is just going to be like a born again Christian because already season one was like all religion is idiotic and stupid. And by season three, he's like, OK, well, it comes from a certain place and it's probably trying to teach us good lessons, even if it's not actually true. And in a few more seasons, it's definitely just going to be straight up Christian propaganda. Yeah. Wow. That'd be you think he's you think he's uh like what do you call that shit? Um, damn, I wish I was good at talking. He what are you like a Trojan horse of Christianity? And man, what if him and Ricky Gervais both became Christians? What if Ricky Gervais's whole thing is that? He's trying to be as annoying as possible to make people believe in Christianity, just to like react against him. Yeah, be like the devil must have created this man. <laughs> yeah, the devil exists and he created this man. Could be. Ricky Gervais is like low key funny though. 
<laughs> yeah, I think he's just kind of cheeky. He looks just cheeky. I went to a Ricky Gervais show and I was the only one laughing. Uh, I was like, what's going on here? You people not get that this is really funny. What were the other people doing? They're just clapping. Oh. <laughs> mm. uh, wankers. <laughs> Freaking wankers. What knobs? What knobs? What yeah. knobs? Uh, yeah, so it. it Yes, we talked about this a little bit. It's it's uh, traditional for the captain to uh, give a little speech before a journey. You know, as 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 so we, we do say, every you do I'm, this every episode again. Yes, well, I I kind of keep to it a little more. Of course, uh, every time you go on a mission, it's kind of the same thing. Probably a lot of the time. So I see why they don't include it every time on the the show. Um, but it was nice to see one finally, but it turned out Captain Orville forgot to actually write it. And can you imagine there there has been some good speeches that he's um definitely written uh that we don't see. There's definitely been some really good ones because you can see sometimes during the episode like it'll start and you'll be like, These guys are fired up. Somebody just lit a fire up under their ass and they're ready to run through a fucking wall. <laughs> you know? And yes. you're thinking and Seth is normally like a <sighs> little out of breath. You're like, Yeah, he was definitely just giving a speech. Yes. And it, so we see those moments, but Right. It, and it it didn't seem that improvised. Like it seemed like maybe he should have had a, a moment where he like paused and had to think, or he said the wrong thing for a second or something. It it was so that they could do the force may the force be with you line. I think like that's a really funny joke. But couldn't that have just been part of the speech he wrote? Like, because because the joke there is that it's like a a pop a pop culture thing that he's just referencing and everybody else just goes along with it. So is the joke there that yes, that's a that's a normal thing to say in the future in space because we know about Star Wars, or is it that nobody knows about Star Wars and they just do hope that the Force is with them? Yeah, I couldn't I couldn't figure that out. I think the important thing is that we know that it's about right. Star Wars. Yes. No. No, I think it's important whether the people on the ship know. I okay, well, if you want to get serious, if you're ready to throw down on like a, a scholarly level here, it's been established in previous episodes that the uh the the past media and entertainment and all that stuff is like so old, it's like us be thinking of what happened in like the year 1800, you know, mm, mm-hmm. like cultural stuff back then. So, yeah, we might know what, like Yankee Doodle Dandy, you know, like that's the level we know. Uh, but I feel like Star, Star Wars, we know the Star Pledge Wars of Allegiance. Peak, peak popularity is was higher or is higher than Yankee Doodle Dandy's peak no, popularity. No way. Yankee yes. Doodle Dandy inspired a nation <laughs> to do something, I think. <laughs> Star Wars is just like cultural vampire at this point, you know? It's just it's sucking people away from 
like the, whatever the power is that Yankee what? Doodle gave. I'm not it. saying it's a it's a more positive influence on culture, but I I think that Star Wars is more popular now than Yankee Doodle Dandy was in the 18th century. Okay, well, do we think Star Trek existed? Not Star Wars. Do we think Star Trek existed in this? Oh, show? wow. Yeah, I don't know. That's that's yeah, I don't know. I think Okay. Star Trek can exist in the Oroville, I, I right. think. Star Wars, yeah. I think, can. I think it can. Yes. Yeah, because if Star Trek existed, do you think they'd all be going like, man, this feels like an episode of Star Trek, doesn't it? <laughs> right. But worse, but worse. Like, it makes less sense. But like, this is funnier it, than like, Star yeah. Trek, but... <laughs> like, it's um, funnier, <laughs> but... <laughs> yeah. A little, a little bit, at times. But, uh... But Seth is known to be uh, like a bit of a culture deep diver of the old ways, you know, in the same way that he is now where he's doing uh, a million ways to die in the West. The only person who would care about that is the only person who in the Orville would be looking up the movie from 1970, whatever, Star Wars. Wait, when you say Seth is a cultural deep diver, are you talking about Seth MacFarlane or Captain Seth Orville? Both. That's what I'm yeah, saying. I agree. He's, I agree. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So he knows of Star Wars. He knows the Force is with you. Most of the ship doesn't. So, And I think Kelly does because maybe one day he was like, Kelly, watch this old movie Star Wars with me. Mm. He has Kermit yeah, okay. the Frog on his desk who have been in Star Wars uh, stuff. I, I don't know if that's true, but it's got to be true. Do you think I don't they, think that's true. I th- well, Jim boys. Henson and Jim Henson uh, made Chewbacca. Um, so I don't know if that's true either. Maybe he made Yoda. I don't think that's true. I think I'm getting somewhere close to uh, <laughs> something that's true. The pieces are there. You guys have to connect them. It's kind of a it's a it's a six degrees of Kevin Bacon kind of thing. Like he sure. So uh, J- Jim Henson, he was the voice of Kermit, and on the Kermit show was like Miss Piggy and stuff. That was Frank Oz. That was Yoda. So if, if Muppets are real, then it, you know, there's an interconnectedness there. I see what you're saying. Right. So yeah, I think that's a really good point. And and also Jim Henson did make Yoda. So that's <laughs> so uh, that's good. The connection is even stronger. It's basically true. It is. <laughs> I was married by Jim Henson. <laughs> yeah, I've got one more note because he talks note, like that. <laughs> note card that I have. Yeah. Um, and this is before anything really even happened on the show, so you can see where I kind of uh trailed off a little bit. But uh, I went when. When the Admiral goes and meets with Isaac in the ship and they have kind of a bro talk because they both used to date uh, uh, Dr. Flynn, I thought that he was like getting hints from Isaac on how to win Claire back. He was doing kind of a a Cyrano for for uh, Admiral Christie to Mm -hmm. to win uh, Dr. Finn back. And that was just another... Uh, you know, another just dropped thing. Like that was just there yeah. because, because I guess Isaac is the uh is the new guy in her life. So he, you know, the writers thought they had to have that scene. I guess. Why are they coming back to the to the Doctor Claire and Isaac thing? Like, 
why why do they think that that's what we want to see more of <laughs> what i want to see more of is john lamar humping statues on the reddit planet i do not right. want to yeah, see right. a woman fall in love with a robot right even like we were saying before the we had some cool stuff. There was like Gravity Planet, where people turned into pancakes or something. Okay. And then, and yeah. then there was the clown one we talked about. Mm-hmm. You know, I think they turned into cartoons one episode. <laughs> yeah, they did. They did. Yeah. So you know, like, just come on. What is this? This one was basically the. Tra- and then they're they're just talking about. Uh, they're yeah they're trying to force this uh relationship on us and then they're doing alien in the yes you know yeah yeah there's aliens in this one <laughs> doing aliens again <laughs> yeah they go to this uh the, they go to that expanse place there's like a big event horizon space station uh that's real creepy inside and um the 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 admiral guy gets sprayed by a, a like a light up pumpkin that was in the wall. Like it just opened up and sprayed him in the face, I guess. And then he becomes an alien with a lot of eyes. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and then once he becomes the alien with a lot of eyes, he like, well, I guess it happens over some time period where I guess they're trying to figure it out. And But then eventually he becomes full alien man. Yeah, but it was really, it was like, it was like nothing, and then half bug face, and then full alien man. It wasn't like a, like a progression. Yeah. Yeah, they can stretch a dollar, but they can't make more of them. (laughs) (laughs) That makeup is expensive. Yeah. Yeah, because it was good. Like, I, I think genuinely when he had the eyes, I was like, uh, uh, I recoiled a bit physically, uh, you know? And then, so I was like, yeah, this is a good, like, bad makeup, good, uh, creepy makeup, dis- body dysmorphic, whatever, you know, where you're like, ah, what the fuck? That's not right. <laughs> That's yeah. not right. You and then, they... I, of course, I think of my, the metaphor of the, oh, yes, the many, uh, the uh, man with eyes, many eyes for other women. <laughs> you know what they could have done with that is someone could have said the eyes have it. Mm. Oh, okay. And that yeah, that, cool. that could have been the episode's one joke. <laughs> oh, that's what was Scott Grimes was for. He had a joke at the beginning. Or I don't two, even remember even. Scott Grimes speaking in this episode. <laughs> it's crazy. It's crazy what they're doing. Um, <laughs> but yeah, he says something what did funny. He say? Okay. I don't know. It's just he's just he's like. For real? <laughs> Something like that, you know. I thought this what? Something like that. <laughs> the one scene that I watched, I mean this is this is far afield, uh seeing as I've been trying to keep us on track, but the one scene that I watched and I was like, how was there not a joke in that scene? Was the one where Kelly uh uh break you know breaks the doctor away from the, the party after noticing that she's not having fun or whatever, or no, the the, the doctor goes and gets Kelly, um, and and they go off and have a girls' night and and drink like alone together. It like why was there no jokes there? It seems like there could have been jokes in that yeah. scene. No uh, idea. What also, you're about. Scene. also, I was like, I like Kelly was like, 
can't believe you've never told me about this before. I was like, are they friends? Do they hang out? Have we ever seen this happen before? <laughs> yeah. Well, she Kelly does had... say, like, we should start doing this. Like, th- I think they do say this is the first time we've ever done this, kind of. <laughs> then why, why would Kelly expect to know about that? Did Isaac yeah. know about it? Did we clarify that? I feel like as a serious romantic partner, he probably should have known about a previous marriage. I think he doesn't care, probably. Yeah, I think it's well established that he doesn't. (laughs) Yeah, but it's also well established that she doesn't understand that he doesn't care (laughs) and insists on pretending that he does. (laughs) Probably she told him at some point, I would assume. I don't think that she did because I think that that the writers decided on this um, as they were writing the episode. Like, yeah, there's... Yeah, I think they they were just like making excuses to create scenes to make you think this guy is important before he turns into an alien. It was like it was just like an attempt to try to make make this guy a character. Yeah, <laughs> you yeah. know, like trying to make him a real thing. That yeah. Like, oh no, now he's an alien. Poor they Claire. Could have, they could have introduced him like <laughs> one episode ago. Like it was uh, right. Because when that one ensign like pops out and, and uh, says to Claire's kids, like, hey, what are you doing hiding here? You should be wherever you're supposed to be. And we've never seen this guy before. And there he is talking. And it's like, well, he's obviously about <laughs> to get sprayed in the face with alien juice. Dead meat. So they were trying to kind of do that with the Admiral, I guess. But okay, they so gave him way more, more time. Did, were all the aliens the turned or did any of them come from the ship? Or is the ship just turns people or turns things? Uh. Because it, like what we were talking about, this is our the big problem with this episode is that how many of those people were uh, crew members that are now like basically zombies and they're getting blasted away by their own crew, yeah. you know? I, I mean, like ultimately I don't, I, yeah, that is something that bugged me about it, but ultimately I guess I don't care that much because no matter how many people it was, it was actually just like Nurse Park and then some people I had never seen before on this show. Like I was, I was like a thousand percent sure they were gonna be like And I have the reversal. I have the biological anatomy reversal to restore yeah. them to the There's gonna be a character who sounds like that. <laughs> there was going to be another new character who just shows up to solve everything. Listen, <laughs> up, every- Listen up, everyone. <laughs> I have in my hand the antidote. <laughs> Everyone's like, yes, fuck yes. Yes. <laughs> fuck, yeah. <laughs> and then, like, you know, party after that. And then the episode, like, ends with... um. Like, like the Captain Orville is like, uh, you know, the, the, they seem like zombies. They're trying to kill us. And, and, uh, the doctor is like this as well. But, but, you know, we can't just kill them with this, uh, virus that we're, because, uh, when they get switched over, uh, their, their immune systems are really bad. So basically any kind of, uh, oh, this was an actual joke and this was a Bordis joke. Uh, like it, it's going to make them sick or whatever and it's going to kill them because they have, no immune system after being turned into one of these aliens. And uh, Bordas is like, uh, will will it also infect us? 
or or what will what will be the effect on us and she says well you might get a case of the sniffles and he said your terms are acceptable or something like that and uh that was an actual joke and kind of based on Boris and he got to say a thing so that was good that's good <laughs> We love to That's see great. that. That was a very, a very Star Trek joke. Like that would be on Star Trek, and Warwick right. would say it. Mm. Like right. it, the, it didn't have to be the Oroville for that joke. All in I all, I would say this: this episode is very Star Trek, and and also like in a bad way, where like they they just <laughs> like chopped up a star, several Star Trek episodes and glued them together. And uh, they don't go together in the same way that a, a Star Trek episode would, and it's all very compressed in a way. Like, like in a Star Trek episode, they could make it like a week of time where you change into an alien instead of it's all one day, and uh, you know, and instantly the uh, the 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 red shirt guy gets changed into an alien. Yeah. So I guess they reveal that they have instant change face spray. So I guess because at some point they're, I don't know. I, I was watching it at like 1.5 speed at a certain point, which is a great, <laughs> this is a great little trick to do. And uh, it actually made some things fun, especially uh, what's his name? When John Lamar was crawling in the vents, that at 1.5 speed was like, uh, I literally started cracking up laughing like it was uh, a <laughs> top five. Uh, but the uh, there's a part top where they're five, trying to... what top five moments of your life. <laughs> top, top five wow, really? things in history, <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> moments in mankind. Damn, I gotta start watching it on one point five speed. <laughs> If there's a way to make a gif of this part where the alien pops up and then he's scooting at one point five speed, yeah. <laughs> as uh, that's you'll see, it'll go super viral. It'll just people don't even know the need to know context. Well, you, gotta, you gotta think of some text to put with it, like yeah, me like, when I, <laughs> I don't know what. Yes, me when I, me when my homework is due. I don't know, like something that kids, <laughs> something that kids relate. <laughs> Or like uh when I have math. <laughs> when she texts, uh come over, my parents are away. Yes, yes. <laughs> yeah, uh, I'd laugh I'd laugh at that though. Me when <laughs> me when her parents come home. Oh yeah, because he's not just that he's, he's in a rush, scared, but he's sneaking. He's scared yeah. and he's running, yeah. <laughs> or he's what about me and events. My, me and events playing Among Us. <laughs> my my pee pee trying to. No, stop. No. When you no. butt, when you when you nut my cheek, keep sucking. No. <laughs> uh, don't do that. Uh, don't back do to that. the Star Trek thing, real quick. Uh-huh. This show does. Every time I watch an episode, I go through a whole thing in my head where I go, was Star Trek good? <laughs> because sometimes I have a lot of trouble describing why wh- why Star Trek is better. I always come out going, oh, yeah, okay, it was better. But it really puts me on a loop every time where I'm like, this is very similar to Star Trek, but it's in in a way that everything sucks including the stuff that is just straight up ripped from star trek i'm like oh that sucks like oh these stupid you know quiet dissolved transitions are so cheesy and dumb (laughs) um but yeah i think it's uh you know 
It's bad. I think it's doing bad things for Star Trek's legacy. Hmm. Well, some people online seem to think that the Orville is the only show doing Star Trek right now. And when I read stuff like that, I'm like, okay, well, <laughs> this is like not a, an advertisement for Star Trek for me, really, at all. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah, Star Trek at least had this, the thing that the Orville does wrong is they don't have like good actors. <laughs> yes. So Star yeah, Trek I mean, has good actors. And I, you're like, I do. I actually, I think, I think a lot of the actors on the Orville are not bad actors. It's the script. Like, um, Ty, what's her name? Tyra from Friday night lights was great in Friday night lights. Mm-hmm. You know, Kelly, um, she's great in Wonder Woman, as we all know, but she's not really like getting much to to work with here. And Scott right. Grimes yeah. can do anything and make it good, but oh, yeah, <laughs> isn't Bordas it's like a, a famous a stage actor? Yeah, yeah. Bordas, we is Bordas and Clyden. Clyde was on The Wire, right? In every episode, Scott should sing in every episode, and yeah. Seth as yeah. well. They should do yeah. duets. Every no, really. Episode. John Lamar should hump a statue. Scott yeah. should sing. Each of uh, them should do the thing that they're best at. John Lamar humps a statue. Scott sings. Yeah. Seth, oh, uh, and, and no lines for John. That's okay. He doesn't have to. <laughs> guys, I, I watched. I watched a um, a movie, a Russell Crowe movie called Poker Face. The other day, is like he directed him, wrote a movie or something. And someone said it's like dumb but interesting, you know. So I was like, all right, I'll listen. I'll watch Russell Crowe's shitty movie. And at the end, I hear a voice singing, and I'm like, who is that? You know, <laughs> who is this singing as the credits roll? And then it gets down to the songs and the credits, and it's, it says Crow slash Grimes. And I immediately, even then, my head still goes. Russell Crowe's working with Grimes, you know, like, I'm like, I'm like where? And then it, five more seconds in my brain continue. And then I remember Russell Crowe and Scott Grimes are good friends. And the song in the background is Scott Grimes at the end. He, he got the end credit song for Poker Face, Scott wow. Grimes. So shout out to Scott Grimes, you know. <laughs> and once we're done with season three, look out for the episode about that movie. Yeah. Oh my God. You know, <laughs> you know, um, Russell Crowe is inarguably more famous than Scott Grimes, but I feel like Scott Grimes might be getting more consistent work these days than Russell Crowe. So maybe Scott did it as a as a favor to Russell Crowe. Russell Crowe's kind of like the coolest guy ever, though, and and just to show how cool he is, is like he sees how cool Scott Grimes is. Was like, I need this guy. <laughs> in my life singing being like my little guy that i have you know <laughs> he can sing like, sing like an angel at the trough of a hat you know he's funny you know he's just that's a he picked him he's like this is my buddy so and i think yeah. russell crowe has uh i maybe mixing him up with somebody else but i think he has like decent uh worldview and politics i think so Okay. Which you, it seems like he could have terrible fact, ones. Fact check that, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
Well, I mean, like, wasn't he hanging out with Azalea Banks at one point, right? Like, so, <laughs> there wasn't yeah, there an incident? So, I mean, you know, whatever circle. Scott Grimes might have been there. That's an interesting thing to think about. Yeah, I think Russell Crowe threw a phone at her or something like that. It's a... Mm-hmm. You guys can Google fact check that later. And that's what you think is like the correct worldview. <laughs> okay, I didn't this like my story uh, to go with it didn't really back me up. Okay, Russell Crowe gets political after Golden Globes win. Uh, Crowe was not at the Golden Globes to pick up his award, but used his victory speech to declare the Australian. Bushfires are the result of climate change. So, at least, okay. he, at, not true. at least, not true. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, further on in the article, officers, so I guess. Further on in the article uh, says, meanwhile, host Ricky Gervais has lived up to expectations, taking caustic shots at Leonard DiCaprio. Why do they say Leonard DiCaprio? Uh, Felicity Huffman. <laughs> James Corden and drawing gas with a joke about Dame Judy Dench and cats. Wow, we gotta Google that later. I gotta Google that joke. What later. could that joke be? It's probably something about, you know, hey, pussy cat, something like that. No matter how much people got up in arms about that joke, at least it was only words. You know, no slaps involved, no hitting. Much better. In my opinion, personally. Yes, that's true. Is that what he did? He slapped he he slapped somebody? Oh no, I see. You're talking about the other thing. I the was like, slap. Oh yeah, that's the right. I, you had com- convinced me Russell Crowe had been cancelled for slapping somebody like twenty years ago. <laughs> I was ready ready to believe it. No, but then at the same time it's like Azalea Banks and you're like she sometimes just says and creates stories or, you know, she says a lot of things where I'm like, sometimes I'm like, yeah, I believe you a thousand percent if it's a person I don't like. And then she'll say something about somebody I do like. And I'm like, I don't know. You're kind of crazy. With this shit. So, yeah. But, uh, uh, yeah, here's another thing Russell Crowe said. He said, uh, um, let's see. Uh. Uh, like women are great. Uh, just <laughs> like, why do you why do you think that Russell Crowe hasn't been on the Orville yet? Oh, good question. Mm, mm. Yes, mm, good question. Uh, Russell Crowe. He's kind of in like a cameo phase of his career as well. It seems like the last <laughs> three movies I've seen him in, it, he was like a tiny, tiny part of. It seems like he could definitely be on the Orville sometime. Yeah, he should for sure. Do you think he that do he? A Bruce do they, just a may, I think it's they, because he went after uh, uh, Roger Ailes of Fox. Hmm. Oh, but the Orville's not on Fox anymore. Yep, you got me. So I, I think it's because <laughs> Seth is jealous of his relationship with Scott. I yes. oh my god, yes. Oh, and I bet Russell's like, oh, uh, Scott, you do anything with your little TV, friend? You do anything with your little TV, your TV, but come here, we're going to do Robin Hood. We're going to do a Robin Hood movie. You're going to be the movie. That's, that's what happened. That's an Scott, amazing accent. Scott Grimes is in Robin Hood. <laughs> come do the movie with me, boy. 
<laughs> My little red-headed boy, sing me a song. <laughs> That's what he does. Play that guitar. <laughs> Play the song. Play the piano. Bring me a beer and sing me a tune. Shrimp out of Babby. <laughs> Is he Australian? <laughs> Definitely. I think, think so. Yeah. Right? That's probably why he was talking about the fires. Yep. You think? Heads up. Russell Crowe, Australia. Yep. That's a fact. But he's also kind of a global citizen in a lot of ways. So I think even if, mm-hmm. you know, the, the fires were somewhere else, he would probably talk about them. Because he's uh, uh, he, he was born in New like Zealand. New Zealand. So, yeah, so he's probably part Maori. He's probably... You think so? That's, you should do a movie. Not... No. <laughs> I want to see a movie with him doing, doing the haka. You know? Just... <laughs> With a bunch of tribal tats. <laughs> Dude, he looked good with tribal tats. <laughs> Scott Grimes with him. As his, like, <laughs> as his boy. His, yeah. other Ma- his other Maori friend. <laughs> so good. Oh, so them good. and uh, Jermaine why, Clement. Why not? They made together? The Last Samurai freaking Tom Cruise. Why not? <laughs> yeah. Freaking. I'd love to see that. <laughs> Um, and then the with Yorville, yeah. So there's like uh, there was a bunch of those aliens at the end. I don't think there were aliens in the space station. I think they were turned crew members, but just ones we'd never seen before. That sucks. Then, so it's like they were gonna kill, like per se, like Dan. Maybe Dan's dead. Right. Could but be. the problem is, like, they are trying to kill them, and also they can turn all of them mm. instantly into aliens. Mm. You're presenting a uh, difficult <laughs> scenario. Yes, that's true. Yeah, but at one in one point five speed, it seemed that everything was happening so fast. So I was like, "Why <laughs> slow down, guys? Take your time with this." But it's just <laughs> making these decisions too hastily. It was just yes. But then the love that is shared between Doc Quinn and... Wait, wait. Sorry. We need to talk about how Doctor convinced them to leave. Yes. Which was... There's still a connection. Did I miss something? Or was this the lamest, like, uh, bluff ever that just worked? Like, they had nothing, and then she was like, Wait, we'll kill you if you don't leave. And they were like, Okay, we'll leave. Oh, I thought it was real. They they could have killed them. Because I'm going to give you I'm going to give you a tip. If you love to not really watch this show, just look up a summary of it as you have it on in the background. And then when you're like, wait, that doesn't make any sense. You can just kind of look at the summary and you go, oh, they had a virus. That feels like it's cheating. That feels like cheating to me. (laughs) 1.5 is not cheating. Where did they get the virus? It's just absorbing faster. Somebody just like invented it. I have a virus. So it's like one step more than what I thought, which is that instead of just bluffing, they walked backwards into the virus. Can you imagine if she was bluffing? That would have been crazy. They would have been like, the balls on this lady. Honestly, they should have done that. That would have been good. Why didn't they just kill them then if they actually had it? They should have done that. Because loves the professor. They should have done that, and the professor should have known she was bluffing and been like, one last gift for you. Or something oh, like yeah, that. then he should have turned her into an alien. I don't know. No, no, no. That's not where I was going. With it. But that would, <laughs> <laughs> that would, it would, yeah, what if that was like, you know, in Shrek uh, 2? When she chooses to be the, like, uh, the oh. ogre? 
Yeah. That should have been like that. She would have like fallen that. in love with him and decided to go yes. with him anyway. Yes, yes, they should have done that. I think. Sorry yeah. that I'm so stuck on this nurse park thing, but I'm really, I'm actually really mad that they brought him back after however long and just like turn him into an alien right away. That's a yeah. guy who we know and have seen before this episode, and he didn't really get anything here. They weren't like. I'll miss you so much, Nurse Park. Claire, Dr. Claire works with him every day of her life, but he doesn't get the same courtesy that her, like, professor who preyed on her 40 years ago or whatever did. Right. Wait, hold on. Is Nurse Park, did he get turned? Yeah. I gotta check some notes. <laughs> okay. Check I some didn't notes see that, that part. And also, once they get turned... Well, I looked it up. They were... Okay. He's well, turned. yeah, okay, that's true. He's dead? So he's dead? Or he's gone. He's on the. He's just gone. Well, the, those aliens so are now up. a part of the Oroville, and we're definitely going to see them very soon again. But like, I I just feel like Doctor Claire would be maybe also upset about him being turned, not just yeah. this guy yeah. who she hasn't like thought about in however he's, long. She's he's just like a coworker to her. He's just she's just <laughs> yeah, completely <laughs> yeah, replaceable. She's, she's, she's like a bad boss. <laughs> and, and, <laughs> yeah. like, He's like, do, he's doing all the work. She's just like always flirting with some dude who's like, you know, she's just like <laughs> some new romantic thing is intriguing her. You know, somebody else is pursuing yeah. her, pursuing her. You know, it's always something with her. And he's like, I got to there's scraped knees and stubbed fingers out here, <laughs> you know, jammed <laughs> fingers on this ship. Whatever else they're doing. Yeah. Yeah. And meanwhile, like when she does show in, up in the office, like a lot of times she just does her work in, in the uh, the mess hall. When she does show up in the office, she's throwing staplers at him and stuff and <laughs> just oh, berating man. him. And... So, Real you know, Russell, being an alien Russell isn't Crow. all bad, I guess. <laughs> Real Russell Crowe. I'm getting Russell Crowe vibes from, <laughs> from her. Yeah, so the the they threaten to kill the aliens if uh, they don't leave on the spaceship. So they do leave, uh, and uh, and then Isaac comes and meets with the doctor, and they have a little conversation. And it seems like Isaac and the doctor are possibly getting back together, back to the old status quo. Doctor Finn and Isaac. I'm so happy we're going to get another five episode arc of their continued relationship was there time travel in the last season i think so right i think there might be some time virtual virtual time travel because i have um i follow some orville accounts maybe more than you guys do just by (laughs) when you say i follow you mean our account for the podcast our account for the podcast (laughs) also people so i've been just catching little bits and pieces randomly you know like Something about time travel may be coming up. So if that's and that's a spoiler, but we've already seen it. So Right. Well, but we're just not like, ready to I talk about it. Yeah. Yeah. What have we you seen? Should, you should tell those guys to stop posting spoilers though. <laughs> I should. Yeah, we haven't gotten there with the podcast. Yeah, I'm gonna so that do was some this maybe. Episode. Uh, that was this episode. 
of the Orville, Shadow Realms. Uh, one of the best episodes I've ever seen for certain. Mm-hmm. But I do wonder if you had to give it a score, what kind of a score would you give it? I, uh, I would I give it. that we do this. Kevin. Yeah. Okay. I would give it. 350 parsecs, give her around something like that, I think, was, which is the amount of distance in the deep space or something. Uh, give her something around that is what I give it, which is a perfect score, which is because it was scary. Um, they filmed it. They got the sound in there. They got the moving picture sound and... Uh, produced it all got it to me able to watch on the computer so you do all that (laughs) you know sorry so what was the score 300 something around 350 parsecs maybe give or take a few hundred or something in that area and is that a reference to something or just Oh shit! Child abduction in my area. Sorry. Oh. Did you hear that? There was a child abduction. That's what I got. Oh, when I opened my phone, when I opened my phone, it didn't go to the text. It went to the Wikipedia picture of Russell Crowe. <laughs> so interesting moment there. But the child. I'll let you guys know how that goes. Hopefully, they're all okay, yeah, keep us updated. <laughs> Uh, Hopefully great, works great, and, and that's a perfect score. Is that what I, what I can understand? Yeah, for sure. Uh, and I need to find. I want to uh, look on the episode now. Find them saying that, but yeah, it was a perfect score. Okay, that's like how how big across the expanse is, or or something, mm-hmm. right? Yes, 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 yes. All right. For how about sure. you, Tim? What would you give this episode? I'm so glad you asked, Greggy. I want to give this episode 65 out of 44 minutes because it was 65 <laughs> minutes long. 65 <laughs> minutes long. And it's an hour long show, which is usually 44 minutes. And that's how mm-hmm. that's just how good it was. Uh, my only other comment to make on this episode is last season, I think they saw her the film her and said we can do it better and then they just did this episode i think they saw the film alien and aliens and said we can do it better and i'm here to announce they did this is better than those and now we don't need those ridley scott movies anymore we just need orville thank you wow great score good announcement good Yes. Uh, and Miranda, how about you? What would you give? I, I guess I'm going to give it 100%, much like the percentage of people on the Orville ship who want to fuck Dr. Claire. The perfect <laughs> score. Um, Great score. My, my final thoughts on the episode are that it was actually really kind of scary, and I spent, I was not looking at the screen a lot of the time because the a bug alien thing was like pretty scary to me. Um, and my other final thought is that the episode really made me think these kids should not be on this ship. This, this is not a place for children to be. And it's fucked up that they're there. 
Yeah, it is strange. Uh, <laughs> it, it's it, it yeah, makes more I sense agree. In, the, <laughs> in in Star Trek, it's like they are specifically an exploration vehicle or vessel or whatever. Is that what they are in the Orville? I don't think so because they they like. They're like soldiers in the Orville, aren't they? It yeah. seems like they're soldiers. It seems like it. Why yeah. are kids on the ship? They, they should yeah. be there. They, they got soul, but they're not a soldier. Mm. Yeah. That's anyway, thought, thought provoking um, as usual. It makes you think should children be allowed on warships or not? Mm hmm. <laughs> yeah, it's hard. Aren't Wait, where's day? Bordis's kid? Do they keep him on the ship? Uh, yeah, what happened to Bordis's kid? I think kid? so. It's hard to get them to sit still for the makeup, so it doesn't appear as much on the on the show. Personally, I'm going to give it uh I'm gonna give kind of a, a Tim style um a score. I'm gonna give it a nineteen sixty-nine out of uh nineteen hundred and sixty-one. That's the difference between James Reed, the uh co-star and Dr. Finn. It's not that big a deal. It's fine. <laughs> he looks cheese aged much better than he has, that's all. Yeah. But uh the episode was great. Uh better than I could ever imagine or expect. And I can't wait to talk about the next one. Uh yeah. probably in uh, March or so. <laughs> like, oh, did you guys know that this is our first episode we've done? since we passed the date that was the five-year anniversary of us starting this podcast. Oh, wow. Five years. Five wow. years of our lives we've spent on this. That's crazy. So we must have done... If we do an episode a week, then we must have done, <laughs> like, 250 episodes. Yeah, I think so. so. Many. Well, all I can say is I hope that... Uh, We've got at least five more in us. I I, I hope the uh, the Orville goes for another three seasons. Oh, uh, guys, guys, it's eight hundred parsecs. Oh, so, so you actually gave a really bad rating. You gave it three hundred. <laughs> Did you not like five hundred and thirty out of eight hundred? Which uh, what is that? What's that percentage, Tim? Uh, sixty. Roughly. Not good. Not good. You, so, Kevin, this is the worst episode of the Orville yet, according to Kevin. It's like a D for you. Yeah. Right? No, yeah. This is definitely D, D minus for me. Uh, D for delightful. Yeah. D for delightful, minus for minus my heart because it was jumping out of my chest because I was so scared. <laughs> okay. Uh, anything else that we need to talk about on this episode? I guess we do. We should talk about a little bit the episode that we have to write and direct. Um, is this going to be in season three? I thought of all of, all of season three already came out. Yeah, they're thinking maybe doing like some sort of. I don't know. Maybe it's like a holiday special kind of thing. Oh, okay. So that's so a we whole can pick a thing. we can pick a holiday. Oh, it's open. Should we, should we yeah, each we write? Can... We each write an act, and it's a four-act uh, episode. Yeah, but we don't tell each other which holiday it is. <laughs> There's one that it seems to me that it... it oh my god, like, like just one. like 
like the Guardians. We can do it just like the Guardians of the Galaxy. How do they do it? In what way? <laughs> yes. <laughs> like a Christmas special. Do they do a Christmas special? Yeah, dude. Marvel's doing everything. Damn. They're, I didn't so, see that. Yeah, it's uh definitely exists. Dude, I'm such a Marvel <laughs> fan. <laughs> Get out. Yeah, I was so thinking we... it would make sense to do an Arbor Day one. That's oh, oh. But it, that was only in the, the first episode <laughs> as well. It's not really an Orville thing. It's more of an R thing. Yeah, it is kind of more us. What are their... Have they had any holidays? I mean, they talked about Arbor Day, but... Like, have they had any holidays? Good question. Well, there's the time when Bordis goes and pees. I think that's oh, yeah. a holiday. Right. Yeah, because like... it's once I've once once in a while. Yeah. It's so <laughs> rare. What? <laughs> it only happens once in a while. Oh yeah. That's so cool. <laughs> Remember when he ate that class? Yes. <laughs> And they played uh, that football and it hurt their hands. Those were the days, man. That was so fun. Yeah, Orville used to be fun. <laughs> That's just like, mean aliens that want to be like. It's just bit on honest, you. We know what it really is. We know what it really is. This is woke. Yep. Well, it's they just were just woke. trying to. I think, uh, yes. So maybe we should talk a little bit about the, the hidden themes in this episode. Obviously, the virus was the woke mind virus that he was getting caught. Um, and then he spreads it like it takes him a minute to get it, but then he can spread it very quickly. Uh, thanks to podcasts and things like that, you know, spreading these these uh, messages. It's social, it's social conditioning. Yes. And uh, the only way you can fix it is. Um, by getting them sick with uh, coronavirus, actually. So <laughs> there's actually little coronaviruses behind Doctor Claire when she's talking to the the professor when yeah. he's trying to give her the woke mind virus. I think that's what they're trying to say. Wait, really? Yes, exactly right. So this episode was basically <laughs> really? about how <laughs> look at this dumbass. <laughs> Uh, the Chinese government, aka the Krill, are using this, uh, yep, this uh, yep. the COVID against uh, trying to help us to cure the woke mind. Oh my God, this guy That's is what I think it's dude. All the about. the guy, the professor, is Joe Biden. Yep. Oh, mm-hmm. totally. Mm-hmm. Uh, Stammer and jo- what? What do they call him? Loppy Joe. Funky yeah, Joe. <laughs> Funky monkey Joe. <laughs> Call him Daddy O Joe, Joey B, <laughs> Joey Boobies. <laughs> Take me to the bye den. That's the den where everyone's by. And that's where you want to go, Tim? That's where I want to be. Let's break some barriers uh, here. Man, the wolf freaking you wolf. Be the, 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 wolf first, the... the first straight man in the bye den. <laughs> 
This hey, let's is not like, put labels on it. This is the woke mind virus I'm there to corrupting learn. the show. Um, imagine a world where anyone can have sex with anyone. Oh my god. <laughs> it's like Stardew Valley, but real life. Wild. What's that? What's Stardew Valley? I don't know. That's, I just hear people Joe, say it. That's Joe Biden's nickname. <laughs> Stardew. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we figured everything out. We solved the economy, the politics of the day. Uh, Russell Crowe helped us with, uh, you know, climate change. Basically, open and shut case uh, on the official The Orville podcast this week. We did it. We oh did wait, it. one more thing. One final thing. What's that? You know what it is. <laughs> Oh, yes. It's time for me to decide who won the episode. And when it comes time to decide on this, it's always very difficult because everybody does such a great job every episode. And also, it's always tempting to just give it to myself because I do feel like I deserve it in a lot of ways. But You can can do that if that's what you want to do. Well, it's hard yeah. to kiss yourself in a satisfying way is the problem. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, but I can, I can take it if I want, but it's not a great... Okay, Tim, you, you that did it. <laughs> Thank you, Tim. Here you go. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes! <laughs> wow. Took him to the Biden. That's so cool. <laughs> Another successful episode. Uh, I think we can say goodbye now. <laughs> Wait, I have one uh, more thing to say. Can oh, a yes, fan please. can a fan of the show start a wiki and count up who has the most captain's kisses, please, so I can see how far ahead I am? That would be sounds good, like, or maybe just keep a tally. <laughs> yeah, sounds yeah, like or, a cl- definitely a cliff kind of thing. Oh yeah, cliff, do that please. Merge dot fans maybe. Yeah. Oh yeah. It could be a t-shirt, could be the way that it's announced. <laughs> what was it Sapphire Stars and oh, yeah, yeah, there, there's, there's there was a lot of stuff around. Sapphire Stars. Um and and you know the kisses and the stars not always given like right at the end of an episode. To, you know, so you're gonna have to be skipping around in in the yeah. last thirty minutes of it in each episode. What did we do for um Prodigal Son? What was the thing that Greggy was giving out? You weren't killed, I think. The oh, knife yeah. wasn't or something. No, oh, a what? scalpel. It was bad. Oh, yes. It was bad in Prodigal Son. Yeah, to get it. it was. Those were dark times. Those were dark times. Although I do have to say, do you guys see that Prodigal Son was canceled? If we had stuck with Prodigal Son, we could be done now. We could be done. Yes, yeah, but that's, that's not wow. that's not who we are. No, that's not who we are. And I would never root for Danny's demise. I walked by Ainsley Street the other day. Did you? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Every time I do, I think about Prodigal Son. <laughs> That's crazy. And we had somebody in the area for Prodigal Son. We really had, we had it all back then. <laughs> Grass is always greener. You know? Yeah. Mm. We'll see. Well, we'll get through this season, and then uh, who knows? I think they're do- talking about. Um, they're doing a TED series. Really? Yeah. Yeah, that'll be cool. 
So. <laughs> yep. Well, it's about that time. Yep. yep. Adios, yep. amigos. <laughs> short, short episode. Very yeah, short. we got through Very it. Short. Podcast.net Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.